0: Humberside LMCs, the professional voice of general practice. Hello and welcome to the Humberside LMCs podcast. And it's time for another practice managers update. We're recording this in September, September the 21st is the date today, and the meeting was earlier this month on the 7th. So looking at the agenda, I think some things have probably moved on. So we'll We'll just um, do our best with any issues that have uh, had developments to kind of catch up, really, and, and um, cover the, the latest. So, I'm Jonathan Appleton, communications manager with the LMC, and I'm joined by Maddie Clifford Roper, who's business support officer. Hi, Maddie.
1: Good afternoon, Jonathan.
0: And Dr. Roland Schreiber, medical secretary at the LMC. Hi, Roland. Hi, Jonathan. Plenty to get through as usual, so we'll dive straight in to the first item, which was, it's still with us, COVID-19. Who wants to talk to me about COVID? I'll
2: give you an update there, Jonathan. So we discussed a number of things. There was a bit of discussion initially about the vaccination programme. Practice managers and their colleagues will have received a a number of updates from NHSE regarding that, uh, particularly around the enhanced service. It's concerns about the fact that there's no premium for care homes, although the home visiting premium is still retained. Uh, I think we shared some of the the links with our practice managers, and we can certainly share that with them again. Uh, We spoke about the vaccination of choice, uh, and again, GPC has raised some concerns about the reduction in funding for for those vaccines, Uh, and also there was some concern if we move on from COVID to the flu vaccination regarding the updated NHSE guidance in that uh, practice staff, non-clinical staff, may be excluded uh, from the flu service specification. So again, there's ongoing discussions between GPC and NHS England regarding that, I uh, will keep our uh, constituents updated uh, if we do receive any more information on that.
0: Okay, is that it for, for th- those issues? That's um, it for now. Yep, y- yeah, right it'll fine. probably
2: carry on over the, the autumn, yeah. uh, and then hopefully our COVID update will... Um, Will no longer be relevant, um, but we'll we'll obviously update you on the the issues regarding vaccinations.
0: Yeah, I think at the moment is it still over seventy five? though? it is. This yeah, and yeah. um, uh, we're looking at the
2: sixteenth of October uh, for most of the cohorts uh, right. to start with the, with the with the
0: boosters. Okay, the next one was the the ICS update. What's happening with the ICS?
2: Again, I'll I'll take that chance. It was just a very brief update. We now have all the place leads named, uh, and our primary care contacts. So we shared those. There's probably been a little bit of uncertainty from some of the practices as to who they contact within the new uh, sort of area health and care partnerships. So we've we've just given them some information on who those uh, sort of ex-ECG colleagues are. Uh, again, ongoing work from an LMC point of view at various levels of the ICS to, to ensure good engagement from a primary care point of view at those various levels. We briefly touched on the fuller stocktake review, a lot of work being done on that one mainly by the ICB and the local NHSE team and again they'll share any updates. Uh, They're hoping to get a plan on a page
0: out in due course so next we will come into it it updates maddie
1: yeah so firstly we had trevor wright and rachel fields join us from n3i Um, and rachel is now leading on the enhancing primary care digital access services project Um, and specifically trevor and rachel wanted to come and talk to our practice managers about the case of need to support the introduction of a web and social media managed service so um, trevor and rachel have been attending quite a few local meetings um, practice managers meetings and um, clinical directors meetings just to consult with um, individuals about the, the appetite for, for this need really um, for, for practices support on, on developing their website and social media and essentially they want to introduce practices to the digital journey planner um, which is a digital maturity self-assessment tool that practices can complete and the initial focus has been on patient communication so that's things like the websites their social media um, e-messaging as well and N3I are looking at those results and then helping, practice, supporting practices to produce a development plan for enhancing their um, their websites and their social media. Um, and essentially, the, the aim would be for N3I to launch a sort of managed GP practice website and managed social media um, service, which would be come at a really reasonable cost to practices. Um, I'm afraid I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, what the amount was but feedback from the practice managers there was that it was considerably um, less than what they're paying now for any any other external providers um and it it looked to be a really fantastic service really um and yeah the feedback was really positive so um all of all of those present were encouraged to contact rachel if they would be interested um, in working with n3i on something like that they wouldn't necessarily have to take it up now it could be taken up in the future because obviously some people have Still got contracts running with their current providers, but it would be really worth having a look into that um, if anybody was interested. Um, and if if people haven't seen this presentation um, at the at the meeting that we were hosting, they probably will come across it elsewhere. Because I think Rachel and Trevor are doing the rounds and really trying to get this messaging out there um, because there's a lot of support and a lot of funding for that going on. And the second thing that we talked about was sort of ongoing concerns relating to um, deceased patients' records. And patient access to online records. Um, So with the latter, we've now been informed that this will go live on the 1st of November, and lots of guidance has been provided both nationally and locally. Um, And Barry Jackson, who is head of information governance at N3i, is working really, really hard on getting the most up-to-date guidance out to practices. And he is planning some local webinars. As far as I know, the dates haven't been released yet, but I think they are imminent. So um, as soon as they come through, people can have a look at those. And I think Barry also has a lot of concerns which are shared by local practices on the management of deceased patients patient records. And I've seen a couple of emails from Barry in the last week or so just outlining his concerns around this. And I think he is communicating with national colleagues um, about this and, and will sort of keep us up to date. So uh, that's sort of a hot topic, really. I'm hoping to try and get Barry to come to one of our upcoming meetings so that he can talk to our practice managers about this directly, because um, I think there's a lot of concerns going on. So um, we'll see what we can do around that.
0: Yeah, hopefully we'll get somewhere with that.
1: Well, I think we've got a really strong advocate in Barry, so yeah. you know we're, we're, yeah. we're in a good place, really. So we'll see what he can see what he can come up with.
0: Next, we're on to our LMC updates. Uh, the first one being GPAs, General Practice Alert State. Yes well the
1: three of us have been working very hard recently we've been beavering away in the background on this for the last few weeks haven't we Um, and I know we have mentioned it um, repeatedly in previous podcasts and at meetings but I'll just provide a nutshell of what we've been doing so GPAS stands for general practice alert state and the idea is that we are contacting practices on a weekly basis for three pieces of information that is their total number of Monday contacts their list size and how they rate themselves in terms of it's essentially an Opal rag rating, isn't it? Um, and we provide sort of quite detailed guidance on how they uh, how they can rate themselves according to that. So we're asking them for those pieces of information, and then we bring all of that data together and produce a weekly report. It's like a sitrep report um, summarising the state of, of general practice across our Humberside area, so our four CCG areas, um, so that we can share that with practices. And we can also share it with our local um, stakeholders in terms of sort of the ICS and ICP partners. And um, and it and it really is, it, the idea is that it will sort of state a case for the tremendous pressures that general practice is under at the moment. We've been sort of communicating as widely as we can with practices encouraging everybody to take part if they, if they can. Um, we had our first week last week um, and we had a really encouraging sort of um, turnout, didn't we Jonathan? We had 32 practices which equates about a third, doesn't it, of our, of our practices, which for our first week yeah. we were chuffed to bits with. Yeah. Um, we put the report together and we've sent that out. Um, and, you know, we hope to build on this week on week and get as much response as we can. We're really aiming for at least 50% in order to bring together a sort of meaningful data set. Um, and then we can start sharing it as widely as we can. We've, also, we've already had direct requests from our local NHSE team that they would like to see that information. Um, so that's been really encouraging um you know we're aware that practices do get a lot of requests for information and your inboxes are full of this sort of stuff already and we are aware of that you know this is a big ask uh, from us but we want to assure you that we are working as hard as possible to make this as meaningful and as impactful for practices um and you know we hope that the effort that you go to to give us that data will be able to come up with something really meaningful so we do really appreciate you taking the time to respond and it should only be Few minutes, shouldn't it? Yeah and, uh, yeah, and I
0: think it'll be useful to get some some feedback, perhaps at the next meeting, about how people yeah. are finding out. Certainly, our aim is that it, it's it's not a burdensome thing. It, it, it's quite a short set of questions, as Maddie says. So, but, but we'll we'll certainly be interested to hear how people are finding it. And uh, yeah, a, a general thank you to, to to people that are filling it in. And if you do have queries, which I know some practices have had, um, but do let us know. You know, if you're kind of a bit um, a bit unsure about. What goes where? Do ask, and we'll come straight back to you because you know we want it, we want it to work and and to be as as painless as possible for everyone, really. So, um, so yeah, so more to come on that one.
1: I think also feedback on how the reports look as well would be really useful because I think you know we've we've uh, Devon LMC launched this quite a while ago, didn't they? And our our nearest sort of neighbours, your LMC been doing it since july and they've sort of altered the report slightly haven't they yeah. from what we've got from devon and, and that sort of thing so if you if you look at the report and you think oh i can't really make a head and a tail of that maybe if they you know worded this slightly differently or you know put an extra box in here and that sort of thing you know any feedback would be really welcome because we want this to be as, as um transparent as possible yeah. really don't we and as, and as digestible as possible so please send us your feed
0: okay so um oh we talked about the cost of living
1: so uh, this, this sort of is an opportunity for practice managers to get involved in the decision making about how NHSE funding is allocated for wellbeing projects in um, Humber and North Yorkshire. So if anybody is interested in attending those, um, it's only one online meeting a quarter, please contact our office and we can, we can sort of sort that out for you, put your name forward. We've also got some upcoming free webinars to get help get you CQC ready um, and I think there'll be a lot of interest for these. They will be happening on the 4th of October, the 8th of November, and the 8th of December. Um, the final one have, uh, in, will involve a and a with the local CQC team. So again, please check our website to book onto those and for further details. Our primary care support team are currently working extremely hard to facilitate some free front-of-house team workshops um, across the region, not only in Humber, but over in North Yorkshire as well. Um, and these are coinciding with PTL dates. Um, and involve um, training afternoons and lovely um, afternoon teas and free resource packs for front of house and care navigation staff. We had our first one of these last week in Driffield and it was an absolute roaring success um, with some fantastic feedback. Um, And we've got the next one next week. Um, But again, please contact um, our office if you are interested in in, in taking that up for your practice or your PCN um, and these are all funded by NHSE. The team are really, really keen to still get out and visit as many practices as they can uh, to come and, and and meet practice teams and see you know what the, see the challenges that you're all facing or find out some of your best practice or things that have been really successful for you recently, um, and just to sort of get out and network really. So if you would like them to come and visit and bring some of their fantastic resource packs, then please do get in touch with the office and we can get that set up. Um, they've been visiting practices in every corner of our region recently and. And have learned so much and met so many wonderful colleagues, um, and I think they'd li- very much like to continue that moving forward. And I think that's it in terms of primary care support update. Uh, one which
2: I probably touched on earlier, Jonathan, was around the flu campaign. So there's quite a useful discussion and a bit of uh, sort of sharing of, of experiences from practice man- managers. Some of them are sort of recurring issues, and that's around sort of delivery times of the flu vaccines. Some of them uh, they seem to be sort of later and later each year issues with returns, uh, and also there was just a discussion about co-administration of the flu vaccine uh, and the COVID booster, uh, and there will be some sort of potential sort of problems for practices then being able to get patients in at the same time. Uh, we, we are aware of those in practice are very kindly do feed that back to us, which we can then discuss with our NHSC colleagues and all of our LPC colleagues, because it does involve the community pharmacies too, and it's just to ensure that we... Uh, that we're working together uh, on the on the flu vaccination as well as the COVID vaccination, and again we'll we'll provide updates as
0: they uh, as they come to us. And we had some events. I think we've covered those. We? Yeah, pretty we much. I mean, most yeah. of them were
1: in the were in the primary care support update. It was just also to say that Carrie and I are working on planning the LMC practice managers conference for next year. So the date of that will be Thursday, the 27th of April, um, and we have booked LAZAT in Cottingham. Um, and we recently held a focus group of some local practice manager colleagues to talk about potential topics, breakout groups, sponsors, all of that sort of thing. We got some absolutely fantastic suggestions and feedback on that. Um, so we're sort of working to design the program at the moment. We, you know, we're aware that we're doing a huge amount at the moment to do with resilience and well-being, um, and so we kind of want the practice managers conference to have a different focus, really, um, and focus on sort of more practical things. Um, and we're looking at doing. A, a sort of really sort of in-depth ICS update um, with sort of a flow, focus on our four places, getting a local panel of experts together uh, from NHSE, from the, from the place teams, from the LMC, potentially sort of from more, more na- on a more national level um, and looking into some of the, the issues that are being discussed there, sort of ARS roles and estates, that sort of thing. And also having a focus on the, on the cost of living crisis and how that's impacting practices um so we're working on those items at the moment so and if anybody else has got any more suggestions then please do send them in because we want this to be as useful and as practical uh, as possible particularly with you all giving up a day of your time uh, to attend so please watch this space in terms of the conference and we'll keep you updated as much as we can
0: lastly just to say the the next practitioner reference group is 9th of November so more details of that to follow.
1: Yeah it'll be a virtual um a virtual. Event. yeah we we did yeah. we did this meeting face to face which was absolutely lovely um but obviously we would you know it was a slightly more intimate group than we have had on teams which i think is the case for lots of meetings these days it is but where everybody's got used to doing it virtually haven't they and, you know it's it's just a bit easier really given the practice pressures just to log on. But it but it was really, really nice to see people face to face. It's been a long time since we've done that, but I think we'll have the November one online. So hopefully we'll see more of you there. Yeah.
0: So thanks for joining us for another LMC podcast. There'll be some links in the show notes uh, to information and um, items that we've talked about today. Do check our website, check our newsletter, monthly newsletter for more news, events and updates. So thanks to my colleagues. Thank you, Made. Thanks, Jonathan. Thank you, Roland. Thanks again, Jonathan. Join us again for another LMC podcast. And beside LMC's, the professional voice of general practice.